terribly sorry for not noticing you. Anyway, I am your speaker for this episode, and today you'll be learning specifically about mineral properties. Sounds tiresome, I know, but no need to worry and then sulk in the corner, because this time things will get spicy. Maybe. Now let's go back to the initial point. Before we begin with all the information, minerals are a solid, inorganic substance that occurs naturally in the world according to the Google Dictionary. A lot of people know what minerals are. Who doesn't? These pieces of matter are very well known for their appearance, and as I said before, that's exactly what we're going to explore, so let's get into it. Hardness is one of the key features of a mineral. This is measured by how resistant a mineral is to a scratch of another object. The hardness of a mineral depends on the chemical structure. You can find out the chemical structure of a mineral with the periodic table. If you want to defy your brain cells, though. Every mineral is either measured with two scales, the mass scale and the noob scale. The mass scale of hardness tests hardness by scratching a mineral with testers. Testers are tipped for the ten mass minerals. The mass minerals in order from softest to hardest is talc, gypsum, calcite, fluorite, apatite, orthoclose, quartz, topaz, corundum, and last but not least, a diamond. These are the only minerals that appear on the scale. The Moscow was invented by a German mineralogist named Frederick Moss. He took 10 well-known minerals and put them in order of scratchability. The noob scale measures hardness by showing the indent caused by a diamond's point when it contacts the surface of another mineral. Why diamond? Diamond is one of the hardest minerals known on the planet. The 10 stages match the Moss points. Specific gravity is a mineral's density. According to the book Gemstones by Kelly Hall, Specific gravity is indicated by comparing a mineral's weight with an equal volume of water. Minerals with more specific gravity will be heavier than one with less. It's simple, simple. Specific gravity is expressed on how heavy a mineral is compared to an equal amount of water. Water has a specific gravity of 1, so if a mineral has a specific gravity of 3.8, it is 3.8 times heavier than the water. Minerals with a specific gravity of 2 or less is considered light. Between 2 to 4.5 or more is heavy. Cleavage and fracture are two ways a mineral can break. When a mineral cleaves, it breaks along cleavage points, which are points of weak atomic bonding. These points are usually parallel, perpendicular, or diagonal to the mineral spaces. Minerals can have multiple directions of cleavage, which can be defined as perfect, distinct, and indistinct. These are used to describe how smooth a mineral is after it breaks. When a mineral breaks along a surface that doesn't relate to its atomic structure, it fractures. Fractures are typically uneven and can be described as uneven, hackly, conchoidal, splintery, and etc. Minerals are usually crystalline and have their atoms arranged in regular and symmetrical shape. Crystalline minerals may consist of a single crystal or many. Polycrystalline minerals have ma are made up of many, generally tiny crystals. Cryptocrystalline minerals have microscopic crystals. Crystalline minerals consist of flat surfaces called faces, and the orientation of these faces classifies the overall shape, also known as a habit. Some minerals have a single habit, such as pyramidal or prismatic, and some can have multiple. Under another example of, this hab of a habit is amorphous which means a mineral has no or a weak structure. Color is one of the most well-known characteristics of a mineral. 
According to Mineral.net, the presence and intensity of elements determine the color of a mineral. Sometimes heat, irradiation, and light affect the color of a mineral, too. Like how aquamarine changes from aqua- ah, no. It changes from green to blue with contacts with heat. Sometimes minerals tarnish, meaning they lose their luster or shine when exposed to air and moisture. Luster is the overall appearance of a mineral and describes the way a mineral reflects light from its surface. Scientists that study gems, also known as mineralogists, have multiple terms to describe luster. Splendent describes luster to reflect like a mirror, and earthy or dull is used to describe luster having little light reflected. Other terms are resinous, waxy, vitreous, metallic, silky, and much more. Square, there's way too much to learn. The eternal features of a mineral are called inclusions. As the crystal grew, they may have been solids, liquids, or gases that were confined, or cleavages, cracks, and fractures that filled crevices after a mineral finished developing. Inclusions are infinitesimal, and the human eye needs to be aided with a microscope to see them. So hey, how was it? A mineral's properties are truly brilliant. Even a way a gem breaks can make such a difference in its appearance. Not only that, we have its prized opt optical properties that really catch anyone's eye, like its shine and its pure color. Even its, its insides can be so mesmerizing. However, its appearance is not the only thing you can learn about. If you want to explore more deep, why not buy or borrow gemstones by Cal from your local library? Or, if it makes things simpler, use Mineral.net for your research. I swear it's worth it. Haha, <laughs> anyway, minerals truly inspire and captivate us. Make sure to check out any other Classmates episodes.